0: Spend a moment with some remarkable people and discover what their life sounds like, what would you ask? Welcome to Our We on Air, an audio encounter. I'm Arman Nafei, and each episode will feature one conversation with an inspiring friend of mine who will share with us the soundtrack to their life. back to another episode of Are We On Air? This week I am being joined by the lead singer of the Turkish-Dutch band Altingün. Her name is Merve Dashtimir. I am a big fan of Anatolian rock, also known as Turkish psychedelic rock. But unfortunately, most of these musicians of the 1960s have either retired or passed away. So to hear these beautiful sounds coming from a contemporary Grammy-nominated band that merges the sounds of the East and the West is just marvelous. And music to my ears, literally. <laughs> on a side note, you can now follow Are We On Air on Instagram, Mixcloud, and any other platform where you usually listen to your podcast to. Now, let's get to it, and I hope you enjoyed.
1: Thank you. Nice to be Back.
0: Yeah, nice to be back. Yeah, we did this, uh, we tried, or we did actually an Insta Live a couple of weeks back with our friends at Istanbul 74. And we had a nice little chat for how We were On Air? But unfortunately, as sometimes it, it goes, the technology didn't work with us. So we just had an Insta Live without the recording. So here we, here we are doing another round, which I'm actually looking forward to. So to begin with, the idea and the concept of this interview series is to kind of paint a picture of who you are. In this case, obviously, you're a part of a band. Yeah. So we're going to use you <laughs> as the bunny. And, uh, t- uh, and t- to begin with, what's your earliest significant musical memory that shaped you as an artist?
1: Yeah, that would be Borysh Mancho, hearing from my parents that I would just, without learning how to speak, I would just try to sing his uh, this one specific song, Allah <laughs> Bene Pulla Bene. Um, in gibberish still have recordings of those Uh, so I think my earliest significant memory is definitely Baris Mancho Uh, he played a huge role throughout my childhood basically
0: I mean, Barış is a is a an icon, a legend of Turkey, obviously, and yeah, uh, I find it interesting how how the West has caught up with him and his music.
1: Well, you know, he also had a children's program on TV. Oh, he did in the '90s. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's how I think uh, he was much more connected to the sort of new generation and the kids. And yeah, he was a very cool guy. <laughs>
0: Well, I would have loved to see him perform live, but obviously he uh, unfortunately passed away, I think in the 90s, right? Yeah. It was a huge, huge deal in Turkey. Yeah. Well, how would you describe the sound of Altingun with three non-Altingun songs?
1: That would be Yaylalar by Selda Abacan. W-H-STOP Ajira Trio Tenura. Jasper has uh, a lot of Brazilian sort of collections and he he gets a lot of inspiration from uh, Brazilian grooves and music and uh, also he has soft spot for Bollywood. So I guess, um, yeah, we have all these different references throughout the world.
0: I mean, that's what I love. I mean, obviously you guys are a Turkish-Dutch band.
1: There's one English also.
0: (laughs) And there's one English yeah an international band and I love how um, the Netherlands are so ahead when it comes to embracing its multicultural society I mean I'm not saying that there isn't there's no racism in Holland but in comparison you know the Dutch in comparison to other former colonial powers uh, formed a new culture out of it and I mean I mean obviously Personally, I think borders and dividing humanity into races is, is so small-minded and boring. Of course. And the more colors, the better and, this, and more dynamic. But why is that, do you think? I mean, even your brand is such a beautiful representation of that.
1: I mean, it's just really sometimes I st- it's still pretty surreal. It's such a mix. And the combination of those dynamics, I think, really translate to our shows. And I guess everybody sort of kind of feels connected and they feel like they can relate to, even though they don't speak the language. So I don't know how it, I mean, it just came to be like
0: this. <laughs> What's the uh, audience like at the concert? Because I presume it's not just a Turkish or a Dutch, yeah.
1: No, it's very interesting. Like, I've been thinking lately about this, and it's really honestly a case study on its own. There's like, you know, obviously there's a lot of Turkish people living in Europe. Uh, They came back in the 70s as guest guest workers. And uh, so there's big communities in Germany, in the Netherlands, and some other parts, Switzerland. So, like, uh, lately, the Turkish audience is on an increase so when we first started, it would just be a few Turkish people and then mostly wherever we we're playing, I mean, if we we're in France, it would be mostly sort of this French hip people who like different types of music. And lately it's like thirty to fifty percent uh, the Turkish attendance is sort of increasing. And to see that mix in a room, because you know, some of these people they, they wouldn't have been in the same room otherwise we were playing. So it's really very interesting and beautiful to see that mix, that sort of, you know, it's like a bridge, I guess, what we do, sort of connecting different cultures in that sense. I really like it about uh, the band, yeah. Yeah
0: i think i mentioned that before to you i think a couple of years ago i went to amsterdam for strange sounds from beyond the festival yeah. which yeah which 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 i loved it was probably the best festival i've ever been to and maybe yeah
1: it is it is one of my favorite festivals yeah
0: it's quite small it has like two three stages but the lineup is so good on quality quality i mean
1: exactly yeah i love small boutique festivals like that
0: yeah small boutique like world music electronic i mean red light radio has a stage but then the the, for me the mind-blowing moment was having Zelda as the headliner at 10 p.m in a pouring rain and the place was jammed packed like people going crazy as as if you have i don't know the rolling stones performing yeah and for me that was just like mind-blowing and i thought that was such a what a beautiful image! It like an eighty-year-old, ninety-year-old Turkish woman standing there with a mic in a pouring rain, and the people going insane. And the average—it yeah. wasn't. It was like I, w- I would say, yeah, maybe thirty to forty-five percent. I would say maybe Turkish, and the rest was like from all over the place, and they were going insane. And
1: exactly, yeah, that's beautiful.
0: That is just such a, such a beautiful image still in my head. Yeah,
1: I mean, Salda has a really big cult yeah. sort of status. Uh, in Europe, yeah. A
0: couple of years ago, also Acid Pauli um, did a remix of her tracks. And yeah. I remember I discovered her music through Errol Alkan, actually, like years ago. Errol... Errol Alkan, yeah. Yeah, he would already kind of champion her in the Western world, so to say, uh, by playing her at trash. Do you have a favorite track of
1: uh, Zelda? I think dilim. That's one of the best. Like, I think that's from the f- period where she was just playing Turkish folk songs on her guitar. And uh, yeah, that's just so dreamy. That's such a dreamy track.
2: Dillim güler yüzlüm Ecelem gözlüm Gönlüm hep seni Arıyor neredesin Sen Neredesin sen Tatlı dillim güler Yüzlüm becelem gözlüm Gönlüm hep seni Arıyor neredesin
0: I love how Turkish music carved its own sound within the Orient, like uh, especially with its psychedelic development in the 60s, especially in comparison to Arabic or Persian music. Do you know why that is?
1: Yeah, um, I think maybe the sort of pioneers of this genre, uh, they were based in Istanbul, most of them they went to like sort of renowned high schools and they had cover bands in those high schools that, that we, they would play covers of beatles and all sorts of other western music and i think maybe geographically location wise they were really at a more sort of synthesis point like a in a true true mix istanbul mm-hmm. you know east and west so maybe that could be a reason and Turkish music is, I mean, it's it's been influenced by, obviously, Arabesque or uh, other, other genres. But the Turkish folk, uh, just, you know, the songs that are played by Saz, I guess they're kind of unique, uh, very specific to uh, their region, mm. where they come from. So I guess that also creates a difference between other, like Persian folk or, yeah, other types of folk uh, around the Middle East
0: I mean this obviously just proves my point that I was saying early on it's like the more the more influx you have the more people come together from different regions obviously Turkey being so central between East and West and yeah. in, 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 in Eurasia it just shows you how, how it also influenced the culture and the, and the sound
1: there's probably other factors but yeah this is sort of what i can think of right now
0: i mean there's a huge revival of of, of this sound this turkish psych rock obviously in the past few years with all these re-releases from as, as we said Baris Mancho yeah, and Zelda exactly. and alpay and yeah
1: <laughs> the internet thanks to the internet i think first
0: time i discovered that sound was uh, in 2007 or 8 let's Kind of pre-internet the way we use it today.
1: Yeah, I was just walked bit, into yeah. <laughs> this like record
0: store in Williamsburg in Brooklyn, and uh-huh. and they were playing this record. I was like, uh, like literally, I just walked in, heard it, and I was like, what is this? And it was like a re-release of Ersen. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I was oh hooked. yeah, yeah. I was hooked, records, like immediately, yeah. and that was my entry into that world. Anyway, your album. Gece, do I pronounce it right? Uh, Gece, yeah, that's correct. There you go. Was nominated for a, a Grammy for Best World Music.
1: It was. <laughs> Crazy, right? Uh, that was pretty interesting because it was actually the first time ever that a Turkish language music was ever nominated. Wow. So it is flattering that I guess the Academy recognizes these this musical heritage that we sort of try to rebring. In our own way it's pretty cool it's a nice tribute to in my heart you know to all the poets and folk artists that we get inspiration from to me it feels like a tribute to them and it's flattering but you know uh, in the end what we do is basically we just love playing live for people and creating that energy I mean that's why we're a band and uh, the rest, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really nice and flattering. But at the same time, yeah, um, we just do what we do.
0: <laughs> well, I'm talking about performing live. One of the tracks I love uh from that record is i hope i hope i pronounce it right but it's super Yön. young Yön yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> i love how the mix of rock and the electronic sounds and the build-ups it's just so powerful
1: yeah oh baby you just ah! wait for the new album then i <laughs> <laughs> can't wait <laughs> it's going it's going more crazy in sort of similar direction
0: how did that yeah. song come about and what is it about
1: yeah, it was just we got hooked on the '80s German disco,
0: <laughs> the Munich sound.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, well, yeah, so that's how it came to be, and then yeah, now it's sort of growing more on that direction. Uh, yeah, we like we like dance, we like disco. I love the synth yeah. sound.
0: It actually, reminds me, this could be also on. Do you know DeWee Records? It's like the guys from Soulwax, too many DJs. Their record label. Yeah. yeah when I yeah. heard that track, I was like, this could have been easily on DeWee. I should connect you guys actually. You will like, you will love each other. You will love
2: each other. Yeah.
0: Who of your pastime idols would you have loved to collaborate with?
1: I think in our current setup, I would have loved to collaborate with Ashik Vesai. He's a legendary folk artist. He's long he left this world, but um, I think that would have really given me the goosebumps.
0: Do you have a favorite track of
2: his?
1: Yes, I do. Um, I have many, actually, but um, I guess... Karatoprak. it's a song about just death basically <laughs> I mean it's it's really dark but also hopeful it's just a very wise guy with really wise lyrics and yeah it's just beautiful <laughs>
0: What's your go-to falling-in-love song?
1: My go-to falling-in-love song would be Joe Cruz and the Cruzettes' love song.
0: And what's your go-to heartbreak song?
1: I think my go-to heartbreak song would be Jahit Berkay, Salvi Boylum Ali Azmalım. It's a soundtrack of this old Turkish movie. It's just the saddest piece of music you can hear. And I think that would be it.
0: What's the sexiest song?
1: That would be Keisha Stop It.
0: wrap up our little chat if your life would be a movie what song would play in the end
1: credits would be in the end credits with karatoprak <laughs>
0: Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. I hope I'm going to see you guys very soon. When is the new album coming out?
1: Hopefully February or March we're thinking about a release, but we'll probably drop some tunes throughout like September, November. We got some new releases coming, so we, we're not going to be completely off the radar. So yeah, you'll hear something hopefully end of the summer. Well, Taşekkür Ah oh, you're most welcome
2: Düm faydalandım. Her türlü iste gime yer toprakdan aldı mı? Benim zadı yrimkara topraktır. Kara topraktır. Koyun verdi gozu y verdi süt verdiği.
0: For this episode's playlist, visit areweonair.com, where you'll be able to enjoy the full playlist mentioned in this conversation.